Hashas Tetzave begins with the mitzvah to bring Shemen Hamor for the menorah. The phrase Lalot Ner Tamid, Rashi explains, Tamid Kolayla Valayla Karu Tamid. Kemosha Taomer Olat Tamid, Venuela Miyom Liom, Vichem Biminchat Chavitim Nemar Tamid, Venuela Machsita Paboker, Machsita Baerev. It was according to Rashi, the term Tamid over here that refers to the menorah means not constantly but consistently. Every night, one lights the menorah uh, regarding the carbon tamid, that's considered a korban tamid. We say, and that's considered pa'mayim b'choyom tamid. In other words, the term tamid can be referring to something that is done consistently, uh, even though there are breaks in between. And this Rashi contrasts with the lechem apanim, Regarding the Lechem Apanim, it says Lechem Apanim Lefanai Tamid, and there was Lechem Apanim which was not consistently on the Shulchan, but constantly on the Shulchan. And it would be on the Shulchan the entire week, and the following week on Shabbos, when they would switch it, they would immediately put other Lechem Apanim on. So as, in contrast to the Lechem Apanim, where the term Tamid is translated as, as constantly, the uh, term Tamid that uh, is mentioned over here by the menorah should be translated as consistently rather than constantly because it's done every evening without fail. However, there are times in the day when the menorah is not lit. The, uh, this idea of Tamid should be contrasted with another idea of Tamid, uh, which is mentioned in the Sifrein Baloscha. Uh, there it says, Ya'iru from the Pasuk, Ya'iru Shavatan Erot, I might think that it has to always be lit. Tamad Lomar Mi'erva Boker, it only has to be lit from evening till the morning. I Mi'erva Boker, Lifnei Hashem Tamid, when it says the menorah is Lifnei Hashem Tamid, what is it referring to? So the, the, the Sifrei says, Shener Ma'aravi Tadir, Shemenu Madlik Et HaMenorah Ben Ha'arbaim. That the, there's a Ner Ma'aravi, there's one candle in the menorah which should constantly be lit, uh, and that's the Ner Ma'aravi, the most Western Western light. Exactly where the Western light was, we're not going to uh, discuss right now. It depends on the exact, uh, how the menorah was situated from uh, east to west or from north to south. But anyway, there was a Ner that was called the Ner Ma'aravi, and that was constantly lit. That was the Ner Tamid, which was always lit, not only consistently lit, but was constantly lit. So in other words, within the context of the menorah, there is another Ner, uh, which is always lit, and not simply lit every evening consistently. Uh, the Ne'er Ma'aravi is mentioned in the Gemara in Shabbos, in Davchav Pez, in the Surya of Mai Chanukah. There, the Gemara says, Mi'chutz ha'paroch ha'sa'idus, it brings a bro, so mi'chutz ha'paroch ha'sa'idus ye'aroch. V'chila oruhu tzarech? Why do you have to put the menorah out of the paroch ha'sa'idus? Does HaKadosh uh, Baruch Hu Yachol require the light of the menorah? V'alo kalar b'imshanah shalchu b'nei yisabam edbar lo'orohu. The, the light of the Shekhinah was what lit up the way for, for, so that Am Yisrael should know how to walk. So clearly, HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't need the light of Yisrael, but rather HaKadosh Baruch Hu lights up for Yisrael. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the source of light. Ella, the reason for the menorah has not in order to create, there should be light in the Mishkan, but rather, Eiduti l'bayi olam sheashchinah shorab Yisrael. Playing off the words, Lufnei parochet ha'idut, it says the, the light 
of the menorah is a testimony, a duty l'bayolam, a testimony for the entire world that the divine providence resides in Yisrael. Shashchina Shorab Yisrael. My edut, how, how is their testimony? This is a reference to that Ne'er Ma'aravi that we saw in the Sifrei, that there was a Ne'er Ma'aravi that he put in the exact same amount of Shemen as all the other candles. He would start lighting that first. And that would be the one that when he would come the next evening, you know, that would be the one that it would last the entire day, and it would last, in other words, more than the oil that it had. So there was a certain, you know, miraculous uh, event that occurred regarding the Ne'er Ma'aravi, and this is a testimony that the Shekhinah Shorah Yisrael, that the, the Ne'er Ma'aravi lit longer than all the other candles. He would light that first, and it would be lit more than all the other candles uh, till the next evening. All the other candles would go out in the morning, and the Ne'er Ma'aravi would miraculously be lit until the evening, and this is a Edushi Lebay Olam, testimony for the entire world, Shashchina Sharab B'Yisrael. Regarding exactly how uh, the Ne'er Ma'ravi was lit each night, there's an interesting machlokas between Rashi and Tosos in Shabbos. Rashi writes, He would clean out, they would clean out the, the Neros, the Neros are the Kli, where they would put the oil and the wick, they would clean them out in the morning, uh, however, the Ne'er Ma'aravi, which would stay lit throughout the entire day, they would clean it out in the evening. He would take out the old wick, hold it in his hand, or place it in a separate kli outside the menorah. And then he would put new oil and a new wick in the Ne'er Ma'aravi in the menorah. And then he would light the Ne'er Ma'aravi. And from that, that Ne'er Ma'aravi, he would then... Uh, subsequently light the other candles of the menorah. That's according to Rashi. Tilsus argues, and he says, They would light the other candles in the menorah from the old Nehemaravi while it was still in the menorah, before taking it out, before cleaning it out. They would light the other candles of the menorah. And then, after lighting the other candles, the other six candles, then they would put out the extinguish, the flame of the Ne'er Maravi, clean out the Kli, the Ne'er, put in new, new oil, put in a new wick, and then light the Ne'er Maravi from the other, one of the other six candles. So that's according to Tosos. And the question is, what exactly is the machlokas here between, between Rashi and Tosos? Uh, Tosos raises this in order to solve a local problem in the Gemara and Shabbos, which we're not going to go into, but what exactly is behind this machlokas between uh, Rashi and Tosos? And there seems to be two points of conflict. First of all, according to Rashi, the Ne'amaravi uh, would be able to be extinguished if the wick would be placed outside of the menorah. Well, according to, to uh, in other words, there will be a certain time that there will be no light in the menorah whatsoever, but the wick would be outside the menorah. Uh, well, according to Tosos, there is always something lit in the menorah. In other words, while the Ne'er Maravi, the old Ne'er Maravi is still, uh, is still lit, 
you would light the other six candles, then you would extinguish the Ne'er Ma'aravi, clean it out, and light it from the other candles. So according to Tosas, we see one advantage, that there is always one of the, can- one of the candles, one of the, the Ne'erot, of the, of the menorah are always lit. It's never totally extinguished. Well, according to Rashi, Rashi is willing to have one of the, one of the uh, other candles extinguished. I mean, all the candles of the menorah are extinguished, and the light of the Nehemiah be on the side. Uh, secondly, according to Rashi, Rashi seems to insist that the Nehemiah the new Nehemiah be lit from the old Nehemiah while Tosus allows the new Nehemiah to be lit from one of the other, one of the other Nehemiah. Uh, so this, connects with the machlokas between the Rambam and the Raivin. The Rambam in Hilchos Tmidim Umusafim, uh, Paragimel Alachim Gimel, writes, Ne'er Ma'aravi Shekava, Eimad Likinoso Achadishno, Elements Be'achachitso. If the Ne'er Ma'aravi wouldn't go out, you know, it wouldn't sometimes, as it says, Eidus Hidubayil Olam, but the Gemara Yoma says that up until the time of Shimonat Tzadik, then this miracle always occurred. After the time of Shemrat Tzadik, sometimes the Ne'er Ma'aravi would be lit, sometimes they would come in and find it extinguished. So what happens if the Ne'er Ma'aravi uh, extinguished? So the Ramam writes, what you have to do is, you don't light it from one of the other candles, so, In other words, it sounds like from the Rambam, that even had there been one of the other candles of the Nora still lit, nevertheless you would light the Ne'er Ma'aravi from the Mizbach HaNachoshes. The Ravid picked this up and argues on the Rambam. You have to light the Nehemiah from the light of the Mizbach HaOla. Was, what, what, what the Raivin says is, this is only if he, he already put out all the other candles. And, there's, and all the lights in the menorah became extinguished. Then you have no choice but to go to the Mizbacha Ola, because that's considered an Eish Tamid. As it says in the Pasuk, Eish Tamid Tukar Mizbeach, Lo the, the light of the Mizbacha Ola, Mizbacha Nechoshes, was considered an Eish Tamid. However, if you have one of the other the, uh, one of the other candles of the menorah which is still lit, and the Nehemiah goes out, there's no problem to light the Nehemiah from the one of the other candles of the menorah. Um, so, what's the machlok between Rashi between the Rambam and the Ravid? Apparently, according to the Ravid, the din of Tamid is a din in the menorah. The menorah has to constantly be lit, and that's a din in the menorah. All six candles might go out, one remains, but it's that the menorah has to be constantly lit, and that Tamid expresses itself through the Nehemiah If the Nehemiah would go out, and one of the other Neros would be lit, so Tamid would, be, would, would express itself through that Neh, which is still lit. In other words, there should be no time when the menorah is totally put out. The menorah constantly has to be lit. It doesn't have to be lit by all seven Nerot, but at least one of the Nerot has to be lit. Usually, that was the Nehemiah However, if the Nehemiah goes out, so I have a kilm of Tamid by taking one of the other Neros of the menorah and lighting with that the, the Nehemiah the, the Rambam apparently holds that the Halacha of Tamid uh, is not, the Halacha of Tamid, 
of the Nehemaravi that it has to constantly be lit is not a kim, kim in the menorah, but a separate kim in the Nehemaravi. As far as the mitzvah of the menorah is concerned, the menorah is mi'erav boker. There's no halacha of menorah whatsoever regarding the rest of the day. Me'erav boker, and that's it. All mitzad din ha-menorah, all the candles could go out. Every single one, including the Amaravi. There's a separate halacha of edus hilabayu olam, shashchina shal Israel, that the Amaravi should testify to the shechina Israel. But that's not a din in the menorah. Therefore, if the Amaravi went out, you cannot continue the tamid by lighting it from one of the other candles. Because one of the other candles does not have a din of tamid on it. The tamid of the other candles is only... Uh, consistently. It's only Erevad Boker. There's no Kim of Tamid. Tamid is something, you want an Eish Tamid, which is always lit and never goes out. Where do you have an Eish Tamid that's always lit that never goes out? Either the Neh Ravi or the Mizbech Ola. Eish Tamid And therefore, if you want to continue that continuous flame, which indicates Shechina, what you have to do is you want a Din of Tamid, that, 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 that this that this flame should continue that original flame that came down onto the Mizbeach, what you have to do is take the flame from the Mizbeach HaOla and with that light, relight the Ner Ma'aravi. So in other words, according to the Rambam, the din of Ner Ma'aravi is a separate din. It's not a kim in the menorah, but it's a separate kim in Ner Ma'aravi. Well, according to the Raizid, the din of Ner Ma'aravi, or a tamid of Ner Ma'aravi, is a din in the menorah. It expresses itself by one of the six, seven candles, but nevertheless it's a key in, the, in, the, in, the, in one of the neros of the menorah. It's a key in the menorah. That the menorah, there's a mitzvah of light of Erevad Boker, but it should always be lit. There should always be some flame that never extinguishes. It's a key in the menorah. Basically, what, what I would suggest is that Rashi and Tosas argue about the same achokas as the Rambam and the Raivin. According to Rashi, Ne'amaravi, is a separate kiyum of Ne'amaravi. It's not in the, in the menorah. Therefore, there's no problem taking that wick, placing it outside the menorah, and that wick is still a kiyum in Ne'amaravi. There's no reason that it has to specifically be in the menorah. You can take that same wick and take it out of the menorah, and it's still a kiyum of Tamid. However, uh, if you and, and therefore all the nerus of the menorah go out and there's no problem, and then you clean out the the ner the, the maravi and you relight it and you've continued the tamid, and from that ner tamid you light all the other candles uvahaya madlik you light the other candles of the menorah from the ner tamid. However, according to Tosfos, you you can't take the ner maravi out because you've taken the maravi out. There is no light in the menorah whatsoever. The wick outside the menorah is not good enough because Tosus holds like the Ravid. And according to the Ravid, the menorah has to never be extinguished. I don't care about that wick that you've taken out. The menorah, there's no light in the menorah anymore. So once you've taken out and left no light in the menorah whatsoever, you've, you've contradicted the kim of Tamid, of the Neh Ravid, because the Neh Ravid is the kim in the, in, the, in the menorah. And regarding the second issue, according to Rashi, you can't light the Ner Ma'aravi from the other candles that you've lit. Well, according to Tosas, you can. Rashi holds like the Rambam, that if the Ner Ma'aravi goes out, even though one of the other candles, one of the other Neros of the menorah are still lit, you have to take the 
the Eish from the Mizbacha Ola, because there's no Kimin Tamid in the Menorah. And therefore, one of the other narrows that, that remain lit has no din of tamid. And you can't continue the tamid by lighting it with a, with a, with a, with a nair that doesn't have a din of tamid. Well, according to Tosus, you can. That's exactly what Tosus does. He takes the old Nehemaravi before it goes out. He lights the other candles, blows out the Nehemaravi. There's no Nehemaravi lit at all. Nevertheless, there's a cumin tamid because the other nairos of the menorah are lit. From the other nairos of the menorah, you now light the, the nair ma'aravi. So what we see is that basically there's this machlokis between Rashi and Tosus on the one hand, between Rambam and between Ravid on the other hand, and it revolves around one point. The one point that they, they're, they're discussing is regarding the din of Tamid. Now, the regular din of Tamid, as we saw according to Rashi, is me, Erev, an Erev, is to do something consistently. And that din, me, Erev, ad Boker, is a din in the menorah. The fact that the menorah, the, the fact that there's a separate din of tamid that has to constantly be lit, without stop and never be extinguished, according to Rashi and the Rambam, that's a separate kiyum in what in the ner ma'aravi. It's not a kiyum in the menorah. Well, according to Tosfos, that's a kiyum in the menorah itself. According to Tosfos and the Ravid, that's a kiyum of the menorah itself. So there are two nafkaminas. One nafkamina is: Can you light? the Ne'er Ma'aravi from one of the other Ne'eris of the Menorah. According to Tosos and according to the Ravid, you can, because there's a Kim of Tamid in the Menorah itself, not specifically the Ne'er Ma'aravi. According to Rambam and according to Rashi, you cannot. That's one side of it. Secondly, can you have a Kim of Tamid with the H of the Ne'er Ma'aravi when you remove it from the Menorah? According to Rashi, you can. You remove it from the Menorah, and with that you relight the new Ne'er Ma'aravi. Well, according to Tosus, you can't, because once you remove from the menorah, it's no longer a kim tamid of the menorah. It's, it's, it's been removed. It's a separate, it's, it's a separate eish. It has nothing to do with the menorah. The menorah is no longer lit. There's a Gemara in Chagiga that says, actually the Mishnah in Chagiga, on uh, the last Mishnah in Chagiga, says that when you go into the Mishkan, you have to be very, very careful not to be metame the shulchan. And there's a price that says, Tana Hizaru Shema Tegu B'Shulchan of Menorah. You also have to be careful not to, not only to not touch the, the Shulchan, but not to touch the Menorah either. You have to be very, very careful not to be Metame, the Shulchan or the Menorah. While according to the Mishnah, it says, you have to be careful not to touch and be Metame, only the Shulchan. So the Gemara wants to know, what's the Machokas between the Mishnah and between the Brisa? Why does the Mishnah talk only about the Shulchan? Well, the Brisa mentions the Menorah as well. So the Gemara says, Tanadidan, my time alone, Tani menorah of this Shulchan. Why is it not mentioned the menorah? Why does it only talk about Shulchan? Shulchan ksiv be tamid. Menorah lo ksiv tamid. So the answer is, by Shulchan it says tamid. Lechem panim lefanai tamid. It says tamid with respect to the Shulchan, but tamid is not mentioned with respect to the menorah. So Rashi's bothered. What do you mean tamid is not mentioned regarding the menorah? It says, lahalot ner tamid. We saw it in our, in our parasha, lahalot ner tamid. So Rashi, here is parallel to Rashi's what we saw in Rashi al Torah. Menorah loksibatamid kolomar tamidim ha'amurim b'menorah. The term tamid that it says regarding the menorah lo tamid yomam v'layla ka'amar. It's not referring to constantly being lit yomam v'layla. Ela tamid mi layla l'layla. It has to be lit from night to night consistently. From night to the morning, it's lit, and that's it. Then it goes out. 
the same term of tamid that it mentions by the carbon tamid and by the chavite koin gadol that it's something which is done consistently but not constantly like the like the carbon tamid during the day it was not lit it says you light it from the night till the morning Rashi continues. You can, you, if you absolutely were metami the menorah, there's no problem. During the day, take it and be tovel it. During the night, you'll be able to light it once again. There's no problem. However, the tamid of shulchan is constantly. The lechem panim always has to be under the shulchan day and night. Who aruch? Because you 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 trans you change the lechem from Shabbos to Shabbos and you immediately transfer from one to the other without having really any time between and therefore there's no time to take the shulchan and to be tovel in the mikvah. When you tovel the mikvah, you're you you are mafkir the din of tamid regarding the lechem hapanim. So again, Rashi, this is the Rashi we saw at Torah that the tamid of the menorah is constantly you do it every evening. Tosfos argues. And what, why does he argue? Because the Tamid by the Menorah tells us, teaches us what? That the Nehemaravi has to constantly be lit. So how can you tell me, Rashi, that the Tamid of the Menorah is only consistently and not constantly? What about the Nehemaravi? The Nehemaravi was lit all the time. So apparently, regarding the menorah and the kim in the menorah, there has to be a light that's lit in the menorah tamid. So this is exactly the machlokas between Rashi and between Tosfos, between Rambam and between the Ravid. Rashi says, as far as the din menorah is concerned, tamid means consistently. You do it at night. Um, there's no as far as the Nehemaravi. So if you were matame the the menorah, take out that wick, place it on the side. It'll still be lit. Take the menorah, be told the no no the, the menorah in the mikvah. Uh, take it back, have her of shemesh, and then put the the Nehemaravi back. As far as the mitzvah of 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 hadlakas menorah, me'erevad boker. As far as the Nehemaravi, you have it in a separate in a separate kli. No problem at all. The Nehemiah Ravi can be separated, totally divorced from the menorah. And therefore, as far as the menorah is concerned, it means consistently, it doesn't mean constantly. Nehemiah Ravi is a separate kiyum. Edus hilu bayolam shashkina shorab Yisrael. However, according to Tosos, the din of Nehemiah Ravi is a kiyum in the menorah. And therefore he says, what are you talking about Rashi? Why do you, how can you possibly say that the Tamid of the menorah means consistently but not constantly? Constantly. The Nehemiah was constantly lit. Therefore the menorah has to constantly be lit. It's a came in the menorah. That the menorah has to constantly have at least one of the candles, one of the nails have to always be lit. You can't have all of the nails go out and be extinguished because then the menorah has become extinguished. The menorah has to constantly be lit. And therefore, you can't explain uh, the Tamid by the menorah as simply meaning consistently as opposed to, as opposed to the Shulchan. Uh, this machlokas between Rambam and Raivin and between Rashi and Tosfos uh, has an interesting afkamina um, regarding the whole din of being madlik, the Ne'er Ma'aravi. Is there, you know, is it, 
according to Rashi, it's not part of the mitzvah of the menorah. It might not be a mitzvah on, on the coin at all. But, you know, they would walk in, they would see it extinguished after the Tamashim Ratzadi, so they would light it. But it, it wouldn't really be part of the, of the mitzvah at all, and maybe it doesn't have to be lit at all. There's a rush in, uh, in his Pirsh to Tamid, Peg Vav Mishnah Aleph, that writes, Matsu Shekava Bizman Sheinanes, Midashno Kumara Ache, Madliko Be'erim, Mizbacha Ola. If it would go out, an MRV would go out, so you clean it out, and then at night you light the MRV from the Mizbacha Ola, right? Because we said you need a Kim and Tamid for the Nehmaravi, so you relight the Nehmaravi from the Eishat Tamid to Kalans Be'ach Lo and then from that Nehmaravi you light the others. But there's no reason to artificially relight it during the day, because, you know, what kind of testimony is that? Okay, so you might say that there's an artificial Indian to relight it during the day. But basically, it's not part of the mitzvah of the menorah. So even if you light it, just to be a, uh, a zecher to, to the time when there was a, a, when there was a Shekhinah Shor of Yisrael, when, 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 when the Nehemiah was a test, testify to that, okay, you might l- want to light it. But it's certainly not part of the mitzvah of Hadlakas HaMenorah that, 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 that a coin's chayiv to do. So it might be a nice zecher, but in contrast, you don't have to do it at all. You simply, uh, in the evening, you'll take fire from the Zbacha Ola, light the Nehemiah and light the other candles. However, the Ravid, we saw the Ravid on the Rambam, argues on this point, and according to the Ravid, like according to Tosos, the din of Nehemiah Ravi is a kiyum in Hadlakas, is a kiyum in the menorah itself. So the Ravid, on, in the Torah's Quranim, says as follows, Tamid Afishabis, Tamid Afitumah, the Tlasak Sivi Biparsha, it says it three times, Shrei al Nehemiah Ravi v'chada Asha Neros, Kama Kadashiran Lei Shehei Tadir, Train Basrei, uh, from the Ravid, it sounds like the way he's going to the, the Torah's Kohanim, it sounds like the din of Afilu B'Shabbos, Afilu B'Tumah doesn't apply not only to the menorah, but applies to the Nehemiah as well. If the Nehemiah goes out and has to be relit during the day, not only is it, is, is it a mitzvah, a kim in the menorah, and therefore it has to be relit, but you do that even on Shabbos. So if you do it on Shabbos, it has to be part of the mitzvah of Hadlakas HaMenorah, that the menorah has to be constantly lit. So if it went out, you have to light it even on Shabbos, even Betumah, right? The halacha is that regarding Avod in the Mikdash, you're allowed to violate Shabbos to do Avod in the Mikdash. But, you know, for some zeichra of what it used to be at the time that uh, the, the Nehem Maravi was uh, made, Shashchin Shabbos Yisrael, would, would certainly not be matir to be madlik on Shabbos. Well, according to the Ravi, the Nehem Maravi can be relit on Shabbos, relit even, even B'tomah, because Tomah Tribut Sibor. Apparently, the Ravi, Lashitaso holds that the Hanluk of the Nehem Maravi is a kiyum in the menorah. And therefore, since it's part of the avoda of the Mikdash, therefore you're allowed to do it on Shabbos, and therefore Tomah Tribut Sibor. Well, according to the Rush, you don't have to do it at all. Because it's not part of the mitzvah of the menorah, but rather it's a sepakim of Nehmaravi, Eidusil Ba'yolam, Shashchina Shorabi Israel. So we saw regarding the din uh, mentioned by Rashi, Lalos Ner Tamid, that Rashi says that the menorah, the type of Tamid of the menorah, is a consistent type of Tamid. Night, every night, rather than constant, that is a machlokas between Rashi and Tosos, between Rambam, uh, and the Ravid, uh, whether the halacha of menorah itself is a, lo- a halacha only to light it at night, ad boker. However, there's a separate kiyum of ner tamid, which is edus uh, hilbayi lalom shashchina shal b'israel, but that's not a kiyum in the menorah itself. 
Or do we say no? The din of Nemaravi is a qualification and a kium in the menorah itself. The menorah, the main menorah, all, all seven neiros have to be lit miyarevad boker. However, there's a separate kium menorah of Tamid that the menorah should constantly be lit and never be extinguished.